few days after Valentine's, I was walking in town with a group of friends after a dance class. The group had both men and women. The conversations were varied but inevitably landed onto the topic of Valentine's. Someone mentioned how some men were only gifted boxer shorts and socks for Valentine's. The conversation then escalated into an argument between a man and a woman in the group. The man's argument was that women in general expect luxury gifts from men, yet they don't reciprocate with the same intensity i.e. boxers and socks. The woman countered by saying that the women don't know what to give because men rarely open up, not just about their wants, but also with intimate things. Hence, women can only gift men by doing grocery shopping or uh, boxers and socks. The man, however, was adamant that for him, if a woman has nothing more to offer than sex, then there's no time to make for that woman. The woman, quick on her toes, said that she's a therapist and that it seems to her that more women come to therapy and more women do the inner emotional work than men. The man shooting from the hip, as a friend of mine would say, exclaimed that men don't have to go to therapy to do the, their inner work. And on and on and on they went. I don't know how many conversations, nay, arguments like this I've had. I've been involved in quite, quite a few myself. In my experience, arguments like this never end in an accord or agreement, but instead instead actually lead the participants to become more frustrated and more attached to their opinions. In the left corner with large egos and a repressed emotional side, it's men. In the right corner with equally large egos and supposed entitlement towards material things, it's women. This is how I really feel about men versus women. I recently had a class in school where the topic of feminism came up. Some of the women in the class were very adamant that they had to fight for their rights, whether it's in political, social, or economic spheres. The men in the class, few though we were, were very silent. So the lecturer asked why the men were silent. A guy in the class said that the men were silent because they knew that if they give an opinion, then they will be attacked. A woman retorted that men can't handle women who have power. There was a time when I would have raised my hand in that class and went on a monologue about how men are superior because of this or the other. Do you see what I see? Generally, there is great conflict between men and women. We don't trust each other and we hurt each other constantly. It's very easy for either of us on occasions when something is triggered 
to pick up our shield and sword and go on the defensive or offensive. But do you know what I recently discovered about my motivations for chasing women? At this point, you know my history, no childhood, high school, the whole lot. The reasons, the two reasons I've been chasing women all my life were because, firstly, I wanted to impress my high school peers. I was seeking validation from men because I never had a healthy relationship with my father and thus never learned to relate healthily with other men, which led me to seek validation from them through getting women. And secondly, I always attracted unavailable women who I could never get to open up to me. And I've spoken about this before. And I could never get them to open up to me because I never had a healthy relationship with my mother either. And so I was always working hard to save these women, women who had a lot of problems, and hoped that one day I would fix them so that they would open up and love me, so that my mother would open up and meet my emotional needs. In truth, I don't think I've ever loved a woman. My intentions have never been to experience connection and intimacy with women, but to seek my parents' affection. And so I've hurt and neglected many women. And yet I've found out over the past two years, it's quite something when you sit down with a woman and she says that you hurt her, and you say, yes, I did, and I apologize. It's quite something when you tell a woman that you grew up in a violent home, and she tells you that she was molested when she was a child. When you tell a woman not to be late again when she meets you, and she apologizes. When she tells you that she doesn't like the way you touch or kiss her, and you become curious as to how you can please her. Honest, intentional, vulnerable, conscious, compassionate, intimate relationships. It's very hard to have them until you begin healing your pain. We are all wounded beings, and as such, we have constructed swords and shields to protect us from our pain. These shields include behaviors, certain behaviors, attitudes, and addictions. But these swords and shields tend to cause more harm than protection. And because we do not allow ourselves to feel pain, we lose our resilience towards it. And because we do not feel our pain, we offload it onto others. Thus the conflict, within and without. There is nobody at fault. We've been hurting each other for forever. But if you want to see a change in your life, if you want to have deep, meaningful, intimate relationships with people, 
not just of the opposite sex. You have to develop your emotional and social intelligence. You have to heal your own pain. Or you'll pass it down to your kids. And how sad that would be.